When a toxic person can no longer control you, they will try to control how others see you. The misinformation will feel unfair, but stay above it. Trusting other people will eventually see the truth just like you did. Hi, this is Coach MK, and this is The Morning Mantra. Hi, my name is MK Fleming. I'm a run coach based in Denver, Colorado, but this isn't a podcast about running exactly. Don't tell my clients, but we're never really talking about the running. When you know a craptastic event is coming, it helps to have a mantra to keep you centered and focused as you move through it. You don't have to be an athlete to be hashtag coached and loved by Coach MK. And if you are here, then you are hashtag winning at life. Today's mantra is, oh God, oh God. Today's mantra was requested by a listener. Dear coaches, I'm heading towards giving notice at my employer of nearly a decade. Let's just say my voice has not been heard, but my workaholic tendencies and overdeveloped sense of responsibility have been exploited. Plus, I'm a superb employee and I deserve better. There, I said it out loud. I finally found another opportunity which promises me a seat at the proverbial table, as well as the pay equity for which I've been fighting. So I'm confident this is the right decision, but I know that when I give notice, I will face a torrent of, after all we've done for you, guilt trips and aggravation. I'm not naive. This won't be about me, the person, but about me, the pack mule they'll have to replace. I know I have to exercise my self-control in this situation to not fall on bay bridges in a small industry, but I also know it won't be easy. Any words of wisdom to keep in mind as I get ready to exit as gracefully as I can? If we need to pull this up a level, we could view it. There's things to keep in mind when dumping an abusive employer. This is a recurring problem for me. I tend to put up with way too much for way too long. See also two failed relationships to the wrong people, ground out for half my adult life. I'm only 44, but some days I feel 90. Thanks. By the way, I love what you two are building together, and not just with the running. Sincerely, Not Naive. Dear Not Naive, Not gonna lie. I nearly handed this one over to Coach Sarah. She is leaving her current role bravely, no bridges burnt, in ways I truly admire. I know that I fawn over Coach Sarah, but she totally deserves it. She's Coach freaking Sarah. She does everything right. I'm the barnstormer, the loudmouth, the bridge burner. So when you ask me how not to burn bridges, the truth is, I don't know. I've never done it. Like you, I've never left before the air around me became too toxic to breathe. Like you, I've never felt free to talk about it. The people closest to me usually told me I deserve the ill treatment, that I brought it upon myself with my big mouth, that I have ADHD and no one wants to hire me, so oh my god, Mary Catherine, please don't screw this job up. You and I have something in common. We worked in industries that are classified as greedy, meaning they demand 100% of your leisure time, including weekends. The greedy industries are incredibly attractive. They sound sexy and they pay incredibly well. 
you knew going in that the first few years you'd have no life, but all you had to do was tough it out for maybe seven to eight years, then you'd be partner or vice president and you could coast. At that level, you'd move away from grunt work and have a more predictable schedule. You'd play golf on Fridays. You'd have time for a life. Seven to eight years and then you're set for life. You're going to make so much money. It's the deal of the century. Except that that deal never existed. Not for everyone. No, you are not whining for calling the unfairness out. The air in the ivory towers can still be toxic as fuck and you don't have to breathe it if they aren't paying you fairly or promoting you in accordance with the quality of your work. Another thing to note, the ivory tower is full of narcissists and toxic individuals. In the world as it stands right now, those people have the upper hand. Internally, you're seen as weak or unable to hack it, too soft to play with sharp elbows, too soft to last. You just don't know how to play the game. Externally, our culture looks at a person who has been treated unfairly and asks, if it was so bad, why did you stay? You aren't powerless. If you were good, the firm or the guy wouldn't want to lose you. This makes no sense. Just work a little harder. Be so good, they have to notice. Maybe you should take a negotiations class. Learn how to ask for more. Have you read Lean In? Are you sure you leaned in correctly? That you asked correctly? That you did everything right? Or did you create drama with your hormones? People brazen enough to abuse their power know exactly when and how they can get away with it. They know you'll be punished and questioned for sticking up. That HR does not exist to protect you, but rather the firm from litigation. They know that you'll be penalized for going to HR. It's hard for outsiders to make sense of that situation. A highly educated, upper-middle-class, cisgender, heterosexual white woman was unable to get what she deserved, was unable to be paid fairly? That, that makes no sense. That phrase has scary implications most people just don't want to wrestle with. If you, near the top of the food chain, are still vulnerable, that means they are even more, more vulnerable in ways they've never considered. We're coming to a place of reckoning, understanding power and privilege, that markets are not in fact perfect and cream does not always rise to the top and privilege it's not a trump card that shields you from everything good work is not in fact always noticed or rewarded and loyalty is frequently conflated with can't find another job anyone standing on an uneven playing field ought to be able to talk about it it's time we stopped asking anyone to agree that we never had control of the situation know this you did the best you could it doesn't sound like you have a support network that's validating you or encouraging you to leave this or any other crappy situation. There's nothing you can do to convince them, so why waste time trying? This, quite literally, is what therapy is for. Many of us can't find validation elsewhere. Once validated, you can find, own, and assert your power. And you have much more than you think you do. The overachieving, people-pleasing, codependent aspects of your personality are lying to you, telling you that you can win, that you do have control, that you need this to work because who you need this job. Who are you without this job? This is part of who you are. You've invested so much time. Why walk away now? You're this close. Those parts of you are handing over all of your power to people who abuse it. I couldn't see this in my own life without the help of a therapist. It's why I will be in therapy for the rest of my life. We can't always be objective observers of our own life and actions. 
I also hear some guilt in your question about this situation not being a new one. There's a little therapy joke that goes, The bad news is, I stepped in poo again. The good news is, this time I stepped out faster. Don't worry about how long you stayed. Celebrate the fact that you left as soon as you realize that the game was thoroughly rigged against you. Next time, you'll get out a little bit faster, especially if you're in therapy. A good therapist will see the signs long before you do and call them out. It's hard. It is humiliating. And it hurts. That's why I call it ugly work. But recognition is what leads to recovery and lasting change. I don't know how to recognize these patterns on my own, and I have no desire to try. Not going to lie to you, these next two weeks are going to be brutal. If you are not already in therapy, you need to start now. Toxic people use words as bullets, zeroing in on anything they can to unsettle and upset you because that's where their power comes from. They will do anything to get that power back, so be, expect to be hit below the belt. They don't want to understand why you're leaving. They are never going to agree that they had any part of it or that you were treated unfairly. If they want to shame you into accepting the status quo, that works for them. And why wouldn't they? You've done it before. They will climb all over your boundaries and whine that you're ghosting them like a millennial, like Coach Sarah. You're going to need lots of backup to get through this. Back in January, I did a whole series on toxic people. Scroll back through the old episodes and listen to some of those. Reach out in the daily run threads in our private Facebook page. You don't have to be running to participate in those. Ask for solidarity while you say no, while you assert yourself and wiggle sideways if you have to out the door. I'm going to give you two mantras today. One for the below the belt blows you don't deserve and one for the conversations you really don't need to engage in. Mantra number one, in those moments when a coworker strikes below the belt, hear my voice in the back of your head while you look them straight in the eye and say, that wasn't very professional. Then smile so brightly they can hear me laughing at them. They'll hate it. Mantra number two, in those moments when they tell you how terrible you are, how you never appreciated all that they did for you or anything like that look them straight in the eye and say you're right I'm the worst you're better off without me it's a good thing I'm leaving oh god oh god <laughs> then make a farting noise and power walk out of that room like you got a quarter clinch between your booty the same way I ask you to do when we do bridges I mean what are they gonna do fire you for having diarrhea Look, girl, you can't win. These people are never going to let you win. They're never going to concede defeat. Might as well have fun with it. Take long lunches. Come back to the office and flip-flops with a fresh petty and eat curry right at your desk. Maybe you're not ready for that yet. But I tell you what, saying no feels so good. Almost as good as a wet fart. May you do both frequently these next two weeks. Final note. Every single person you work with, all the toxic ones, take a minute after you've given notice to block them all one by one from your phone or at least program their numbers into some app that will send them directly to voicemail. The only way to truly shield yourself from a toxic person is to restrict access to you. 
This isn't ghosting, by the way. This is self-care. Just ask my therapist. She's the one who taught me how to do it. You are coached, you are loved, and you are winning at life. And you are definitely winning at life if you subscribe to my Nuzzle Nut newsletter, follow me on Facebook, or follow me on Instagram. Feel free to do all three. Don't forget the August monthly plans are up in the membership area of the website and you need to dial it in the entire month of August. If you're going to participate in the strength beta come September the 1st, we can't wait to see you there. It's going to be great.